0: Welcome to the Box I Live In podcast with me, Ben Reeve, and Blake Howard. Hello, Blake. Hey, Ben. How are you, mate? Very good, thank you. And my special guest today, somebody that has basically, the box has reunited us, because I hadn't seen this gentleman for about 10 years, Mr. Adam Lindsay. How are you? G'day, Ben. Very well. <laughs> very pe- well. Thanks for having me. Mom, my <laughs> pleasure. So Adam and I, Blake, go way back. We first met in Dublin. When was that? 93. 92, 93 and we'd both gone over as Englishmen to work in Dublin at the time when they were setting up the whole tech thing so we were working for Dell computers yeah and we sold for a living didn't we and we it did. basically it was like well, it was like start we, of the Celtic
1: tiger that's what it was wasn't it it was we started the Celtic. We didn't start the Celtic Tiger. We were part of the beginning of the Celtic Tiger.
0: But, you know, being an Englishman in Ireland at the time was interesting because there was still a lot of the trouble. So we were still a bit of a novelty. Some of us loved us. Some loved us. Some hated us. But I think we had a good time because it was starting a booming business. And it was all about direct sales, which I think we'll talk about later on today. Yes. But that was that was my, I think that was actually probably my upbringing in a business that's put me in good stead. The yeah. whole idea of actually running a business.
1: 100%. And... and um yeah, the, the the Dell phenomenon at that time, you can't underplay, That's right. was just a rocket ship. It really was.
0: So while everybody stuck around and made millions through the sterile options, you and I both came to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think that was it. We ran away as quickly as we could. It all got a bit serious. <laughs> <laughs> so last time I saw you, and look, let me first of all introduce the listeners who you are, because not only are you an old friend of mine. But you are also a bit of a phenomenon, I've discovered. Because when, uh, when I started having a look at, like... And I know what you're doing at the moment, you know, from, from an eco-cleaning uh, products perspective. But I do love this quote. I said it's, you know, it was an article that was God, online.
1: Just bring this on me. I
0: know. It feels like, Meet Australia's cleaning king. How <laughs> a stay-at-home dad... Grew a loyal following of more than five hundred thousand after incredible before and after photos of his game-changing, non-toxic
1: products took social media by storm. Boom! Look at that. We're at one point three million now. Are you? Since that was written. So tell everybody who you are and what you do. Like, what have
0: you founded?
1: I am. Um, my name is Adam, and I am a recovering enterprise sales executive <laughs> who uh, who went on after twenty years in sales in in tech sales kind of had to get out of that really and and went and I think I read the well I don't think I know that I read the four-hour work week which (laughs) kind of got me inspired to go and have a crack at, at Starting up my own business. And
0: so your business is co, right? So for those of you that are watching this on all the channels, YouTube, we've got some products here available online. <laughs> for Sorry. those of you who are listening to the pod, you can just imagine Adam holding up his... This is an atomizer, right? It is an atomizer. Because this yeah. is a cleaning system. So it's come on, give us give us the pitch up front because <clears throat> it's not just cleaning product, right? It, it, That's you, right.
1: Okay, let's, let's, let's quickly get that one. So so if you imagine when you're walking down the aisle in a supermarket, if you've ever done this, Ben, and you have to go and buy some cleaning products, um, you are presented down one side of that aisle with a myriad of different choices of cleaning yeah. solutions, creams, potions, foams, all the rest of it. And then on the other side are the tools, you know, the, the accessories. So the cloths, the mops, the buckets, everything like that. And as a consumer, you have to walk down there and you have to curate your own cleaning system for the home. And, you know, I had done the same thing. I was a stay at home dad sort of around about um, yeah, ten years ago, sort of through for 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 a number of years, whilst I was fudging around trying to come up with entrepreneurial. Well you being ideas. an entrepreneur Adam. I was being, being an fudging. entrepreneur. we discovered that the other day I time. don't have time for a full time job of being an entrepreneur. <laughs> and um, you know but I was I was making use of myself by doing all the cleaning and and cooking around the home and i had sort of created in this i'd realized that you know i had been a victim of this sort of setup which has been sort of around for 70 years if you like really of of this supermarket you know brands selling lots of different products and you know the result of that is under the kitchen sink where you keep all your cleaning products is just a jumbled mess of different products and a confused un you know, not well thought out cleaning system to clean your home with a lot of questionable chemicals and and all the rest of it. So I guess being a little bit of a contrarian at heart, I kind of saw that there was, you know, an opportunity a to do something better around this. And everybody, you know, I kind of knew when I sort of start to ask the question was suffering the same situation, but just took it as, that's just how it is, you know, and um, the, the opportunity came, I, I, it's a longer story than, than we'll do now, but the opportunity came to um, engage with some clever scientists at the University <laughs> of New South Wales. Now you are sounding like <laughs> an advert. <laughs> to create, you know, let's, let's do something that's the, really a, the extreme opposite of that situation, which is, you know, lots of different chemicals, lots of different products, lots of confusion, lots of clutter, um, through to try and... You know, make a cleaning system with as few parts as possible, as few ingredients, um, you know, as few tools as possible to clean as much as possible. And that was really kind of where my head was yeah. at, and that's where we got to, which was a solution that is, you know, you can use to clean pretty much every hard surface and more around your home. And um, you know, that comes as a kit, so a refillable atomizer, washable cloths. Um, you know, and you've seen the, the sort of like the, 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 the um, you know, bagging box that, that carries the solution. And then I added a mop to that later on. And that was it. So I took that to the farmer's markets once I kind of had that system. And I knew that sort of having, you know, removing the burden for people rather than just selling a solution, which I guess a lot of other, you know, there's a yeah. number of brands around doing sort of, you know, eco-cleaning products, rather than just giving customers the solution is actually to give them the whole system so I know then that I was, you know, we'd be controlling the experience in terms of it would be a great experience. And this was
0: interesting because you piloted it at the farmers' markets, and there's some wonderful videos of you doing yep. your pitch there, yep. which is good fun, <laughs> right? Yep. So, but then you and the, and well, you do it direct, so you don't sell to the wholesalers. You basically built your business through Facebook, through channels, and right? that's the, the the Dell
1: effect. I think yep. you know from ten years at Dell, you know, I was kind of definitely thinking people would be going, well, you know, you've got to get it into. Know, I won't mention their names, but the large supermarkets because that's going to be success. And I actually knew people that had you know, a, a sort of created brands that had taken mm-hmm. into the supermarkets. And just horror stories yeah. of, of, you know, you don't control, I don't know, it's maybe not the control's the right word, but you don't have that direct connection with mm-hmm. your customers. Your customer is the big supermarket. Yes. And you're selling to them and you're beholden to how they want to market and sell your product to the rest of their customers and screw that yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not not into that as a concept at all do you know what i mean and and i think you know that we we as you know there was definitely a, 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 a big chunk of of you know good timing in, in all this It was just you know luck in the fact that you know we had the emergence of facebook so when it started off at the farmers markets that wasn't the lifestyle, um, you know. I wasn't trying to set up a lifestyle business. It was absolutely that was our, you know, doing the minimal viable product. Yeah, you're testing, testing them. I had, you know, there was a fair number of my friends that were kind of thinking I'd gone a bit cuckoo at this stage. <laughs> this was this was my sort of, I think, my fourth crack at a, at a, you know, a, 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 start. a startup. And you know this latest one was like, okay, it's a cleaning product that's you know sort of this magic water thing. Or okay, you know, no no fragrance, but people love fragrances. So we had sort of like a hypothesis to test with people: one product, no fragrance, no fumes, clean your whole you know home with with this one system. And it and it you know the hypothesis was was proved. People like that idea, okay, and, it, and you've been able to scale it. So, so yes. what's
0: interesting for me, and I think, and I think, you know, we can talk some more about the business now. But I want to go back to how you got to the farmers' market almost. Because as I said, <laughs> ten years ago, when you and I probably last caught up, and we were down in Melbourne, right? And you just reminded yeah. me as well. I think at the time we kind of made a pact right i was going to i was i was going to write a book that's right <laughs> which i still haven't done <laughs> and, and you, you not no nah, well i've got online. I've got an online program yeah, so that's yeah. one step but and you were going to start a business now yep. at the time you were you were you were doing the executive you know you were doing the whole it the enterprise sales yep. Yep. but you always had a side hustle so you were doing the juices at the you were doing the juices right so how did you get from enterprise sales executive doing the juicing business as a sideline to yep. where you are today
1: so I, I been, as you know Ben, I, you know was kind of partial to a, a, a bit of a party lifestyle, <laughs> which 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 technology kind of afforded, you know, the tech tech sector kind of afforded me. As well. well, that but was the was other a, thing. You're also DJing as well. I yeah, said, so this DJ, is what you're a man I, of many talents. Yeah, all this guy. Kind of, I was having a, a, a fun time as a young guy, and um, you know, I think all that sort of started to get to a point of like, <laughs> hold on, are we getting any new experiences from this? And um, I had a bit of a bit of a sort of a. a, a, a I don't know, I, I decided to make, make some positive changes. So I gave up the cigarettes, challenged myself to run a marathon, and I got into... So you had a midlife crisis. I had it, but it was like a premature midlife crisis. <laughs> I was <it> like 35, <laughs> but you know... Um. <laughs> But I decided that that's what I was going to do. And, you know, I think we were just talking about earlier on. I, you know, if I get into something, then I'm going to get Yeah, really this is where you and Blake are, like, it. there's this a... hello there's there's obsessive. No, but it is. There's an
0: absolute <laughs> nerd... Not nerdiness, but there's this obsessiveness that comes in, right? That's right.
1: So, you know, and I got really good at partying. And then sort of started, you know, after <laughs> 20 years of that, it's like, okay, we're going to park that one now. I think I've maxed that out. And so I'm going to get, you know, really good at getting into health. So, like I say... Dropped the cigarettes, which is the best thing I think I've ever done in, in my life, I have to say. I kind of still can't believe I even did use to smoke. But, you know, and then got into running, did a half marathon. I think I started with a city surf, then a half marathon. This is all in space of about two years. And then a full marathon. And then by that stage, I was getting into healthy eating. That's where the juicing came in. And when I saw you, I think I had just, I had, I think the company I was working for, was an American startup, had just been acquired by EMC. I had yep. some stock options again, yeah, <laughs> and again spent them as soon as I possibly could, <laughs> as soon as I. But came you know,
0: this is you know, you could have just sat there and had a very really dull life I and be rewarded, I or you know, could have got a loads
1: of money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but no, I wasn't having that. So um, so what did I do? I, m- I remember actually. So I, I got this juice. I found this juicer in Korea. I was doing cold press juicing. I found this one that hadn't been launched in 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 Australia, and I'm like, that looks like the one, and I'm got to get one but they weren't for sale here so i had to pretend that i had a company as a distribution company so i could get one just for myself and i sort of got this thing and and when it eventually got delivered i had to set up a fedex account and basically set up a fake business in order to persuade the manufacturer <laughs> to send me one of these things from <laughs> korea and it turned up and i was just like oh my god this is an amazing bit of kit and it and it really was and it was so amazing and my, my actual my wife was away on, on business trip in europe at the time and she was gone away for two weeks. I think the juicer had just turned up when she left. And by the time she got back, I'd ordered a container load of, ju- <laughs> <laughs> of, of juices. Which there goes the stock options. <laughs> there goes the stock options. So I dropped it all on that. And, and you know, which was kind of, uh, went down fairly. Uh, but that is
0: you, right? That, there is that impulsive <laughs> oh, side. You. No, but I love that. Because I'm so bloody measured and controlled. Oh. But you you work on absolute instinct, don't you? It's yeah. like if, it, if it's
1: shiny yeah. and it's interesting. Yeah. And that, that, you know, th- those juices went, I you know, I, I didn't, unfortunately, was un- unable to, to to ride a lot of the success of it. But they ended up going on to, be, you know, sell 20 or 30 million. You know, it, sort yeah, of be- yeah. it became a big thing. I've still, I got it
0: in the, I've still got it in the kitchen. have still got one. It's there. I Everyone use I know it. bought one. I, I, and it know, still th-
1: works. And it still works. Yeah. And I think what that gave me was, was a, a, you know, a platform. So I had to, when these container load of juices turned up, I had to set up a business. And then I had to set up a you know a website this is going back to 2008 this is almost just early internet days it was not but you know there, there was there wasn't the prevalence of sort of platforms to just spin up a, a, a you know website but it, it was there and i had to go to a company and they set up an e-com you know platform for me and then i thought well i'll start doing video demonstrations of how to do this juice which is still out on youtube somewhere they're, they're actually classic classic sort of i love embarrassing. That you, i you know. love
2: that you Water container, and buy, didn't have a buy, business. No, 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 that's right. Buy the
1: stock first, do it backwards, and you will sell it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so build it, and they will come. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but um, and but but look, it. it and and I tell you, that was a revolution, revolution, revelation for me because you know, in the tech space, I really felt like I was a fish out of water. And the more that progressed, the more I was like I really shouldn't be here. I don't belong here. I'm I'm sort of like a you know sort of starting to get imposter syndrome quite quite heavily towards the end of it and you know having something that i was actually genuinely really you know obsessed mega level yes and actually you know putting a camera in front of me and just doing the talk through for customers i was just like i was in i was in absolute heaven so this kind of just that that was uh, and, and i ended up doing three container loads of the juices became a thing ended up taking them on to um shopping channel i remember i was just i was just i, was just I loved it but that it was, was interesting, interesting because
0: because and again you know, we'll talk about the other business but, but the thing we discussed was for you it's the it's it's the education and the positioning right you said this the other day to me it was interesting because it's not building the business and, and a lot of people we've talked from on the podcast when you pair it back to what makes them interesting it's it's actually they're following a passion and for you it was kind of the
1: education wasn't it it's, you like it's, the, it's the, the it's the education, but I. I, I it's kind of, I'm I'm just a, a a natural born, I like to share tips with people. I like to, if I find a good thing, I will tell, you know, I'll spend an hour with a stranger sharing like a, a top tip about something. Do you know what I mean? I just love <laughs> top tips. Do you know what I mean? So if I've got something that I genuinely think is worth sharing, You're, it's yeah. just, I'll just do it anyway. And if I get paid for doing it whilst I'm, you know, but I can't do it. And I think this is a thing with, that, that I learned through, you know, tech is that if I don't actually really believe in it, and I had a number of jobs, I actually had a lot of jobs in technology. <laughs> if I didn't, if I wasn't really, if I hadn't bought into it, and I was kind of didn't understand that at the time. But if I if I hadn't bought into the concept or the technology, I was terrible, and I'd really struggle with it. And you know, yeah, it would yeah. just be a be, I'd just be a shit salesperson. But on the occasions where I'd actually there was something, man, I'm really digging this. This is amazing. Um, it was it was kind of you know and then that went up 10x when I got the juicer and I'm like oh my god you know this is a
0: yeah so so then you it's interesting because you, you know the juicer stuff and obviously that kind of. Things changed and then you've had other and you sort of mentioned there that when you got to the farmers markets with the with the and we called it Adam's magic spray yeah. by the way because <laughs> we were mirrors. the we were the only adopter. <laughs> yeah. My kids were yeah. all over and it was the so funny item. because you know when your kids go through that stage and if Alice was a teenager and it was like, right, well, if you want pocket money, you've got to clean the house. Yeah. And so we gave her your magic spray. <laughs> and I had this vision, we used to go out on a Saturday and we'd come back and she'd be in the kitchen and she'd have like one earphone in, like classic teenager, with your spray and a mop, like, you know, just doing this. Yeah. And and, then, yeah, and, and I'm like, is it the spray or is it her? I don't. <laughs> apparently, it was her until the end. We said it's better to pay her and not do it, and we'll do it ourselves. You so, so when you're when you've got the the farmers market, you kind of said some of your friends were looking at you now because yeah. you, you were a bit of a serial offender, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so you went from. You went from the sort of juices
1: to then what else did you try? Um, the, the the other big one was well, I say the big one the one that took up a lot of time and, and resources <laughs> it wasn't actually really very big was um was my fermented uh, vegetable uh, brand called Culture Club which I thought was very clever spelling that <laughs> with 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 k's and anyway it was like That will you know, come right? again you know there's yeah. a time for that there's you there's know there's, Well and, it, and it's you know maybe it was just a little bit too soon so I spent 3 years and whatever money I had left pursuing that that uh that dream of uh rectifying everybody's gut health. I saw that as the (laughs) the big problem that I was gonna I was gonna fix for everyone. Um and it was just it was just really hard. You know, I can't tell you the amount of hours that I spent chopping up cabbage and salting (laughs) it and putting it into massive barrels. And yeah And
0: and this is this is not like it's been your life's work. This is something that you get into and you're passionate about and then you are basically full on in. That's
1: it. That's it. And I and I think submersion. Yeah, 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 dude, we're, we're in, do you know what I mean, that's the only way I, c- I can be, be in, and I, I think, you know, if there, if there are any themes of these things which sort of started to become apparent were, you know, these are, um, I guess it's, it's, you know, it's, I wouldn't want to do something that's just making money and it's a thing you know it's a, a doesn't have any sort of uh, i guess output for good <laughs> or improving people's lives or you know look, I, a, a juicer it's not going to save the planet do you know what i mean but i you know it was a it was a step in in my sort of you know progress of getting healthy that i thought was actually you know made a beneficial difference you know the fermented vegetables same thing i think you know it's it's and, the, and then the cleaning really is well you know are you sort of Poisoning yourself with toxic chemicals, we're poisoning inadvertently the planet with toxic chemicals. It's not a great thing, and it can be done better. And actually, it was that was the big, I think the big sleeping giant was was just it was so dormant and nobody had done anything with
0: so, it. So there was never, and this is what I love about your journey
1: because you know we spoke a little bit about the startup space and you know the, what do they
0: call it the um, the guilt you know that the struggle 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 porn struggle porn <laughs> of how hard it's all been because because you never had this master plan right you've kind of followed your instincts and what you're passionate about. Mm. And it was almost interesting because like I said, when we were chatting the other day, what, re- what made us both laugh was the fact that at the time it didn't seem like you were prototyping and learning and testing, it just seemed like you were constantly <laughs> just having these ideas and everyone's looking, and what you said was kind of cool, you said it made for really good dinner party conversations <laughs> but it never went anywhere,
1: but in hindsight no. I mean you must have learned every step along the way. Well, I th- I th- so in hindsight in hindsight, so in hindsight <laughs> I can look back and go, well you know of course there were these stepping stones that led me to, to co. and you can look back and go well it, it was, but at the time i felt felt like i was kind of each step was a step into oblivion and failure <laughs> or i just go you know what on earth is 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 next you know thank goodness your wife very tolerant so the winning bread earner God bless her. she's norwegian by the way <laughs> um so so yes having a tolerant and supportive partner was a, a critical thing i'd have to say it wouldn't have happened did you ever get to
0: the know. point where you thought right i just got to go back and Commit back to the rat race. Like, did you I c- think she did <laughs> 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 on multiple occasions? <laughs> it's like
2: enough of really? this, Adam. I mean, well, Adam, well look, I enough mean, with the cabbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, where's
1: this going? You know, and and that's the thing. So, I'd come from you know earning good money, good money, and there's good money in in, in selling technology. And uh, yeah. when that stops, and you're selling fermented. Cabbages down at the <laughs> farmers' markets and coming back with thirty dollars in your pocket. we are going to start asking questions about whether that's the uh, you know that's going to support a family and all the rest of it. And we had you know by the time we'd sort of just come up with co, we had two kids. You know, the yeah. second one had just arrived, and uh, you know, the, it wasn't looking good. <laughs> it wasn't but looking the, but good on the the
0: finances. The, the fi- <laughs> and Hans, a wonderful thing. But I guess it's what's, what's interesting for me though is when you, whether it's intentional or not you know when he, when you got the opportunity to scale you kind of took it right but what i find fascinating about you and it's so different from me because i'm such a control freak and and just you know i'm not a risk taker you know but i you know you ringing up the <laughs> the distributor in career and saying i'll order two of that, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like what i mean like, what goes through your head is it just like is it i'm going to do it i'll
2: totally make it work it's
1: instinctive isn't it yeah i just i'm not you i am not a planner for, i'm not a forward planner I, I, it's just kind of it's all just I,
2: I love Ben. You're looking at Adam now. And for, for those people who aren't actually watching, Ben's eyes are going, what is that? And I'm looking at Adam going, I know this guy. He, he's me. Right. It's because what I think Adam has that some people don't realize is a, f- a few people have asked me about some of the other podcasts I produce and why I produce them and how I choose the topics. And I say to them, I've worked out a phrase, which is if you don't have an unhealthy relationship with it, don't bother because... When you need to pursue something with that tenacity and that level of obsession to really A, hit what you want to deliver creatively or personally or professionally Mm. and and then B, to have the endurance to do so. I just call the shorthand for me is unhealthy relationship. Unhealthy relationship. in, in, In the, it's, I must and the compulsion of the advocating for something that you're passionate about, it's like, it is kind of this unhealthy relationship, but it's that's what you have to fuel. Yeah. It's like yeah. you, you find this weird thing. Where you but, lean but neither into that. of
0: you have, neither of you have gone after the commercial success as the as the prerequisite. So I think this is the interesting thing in the startup world. Yes, is you know you got a lot of people with good ideas, but I think they get sucked in by the commercial viability and what the money on the table. Which again, I think is always interesting. But it it it's for me. I wonder then because you know most of our listeners won't have. Won't be as yeah. of, of compulsive as you two. <laughs> so I wonder whether they're just destined. listening to this, thinking, "Oh, thank God, I've got a nice, safe job." Yeah. Because you can't, you you can't, you can't train that. You can't teach people to be like that. But what you're saying is, it's about following the passion, right? Yes. It, it's finding the things that keep us motivated and engaged, and whether it turns into something great. But if it doesn't, have fun doing it. I mean, that's what I get sense with you. You you, you might, you've had a lot of fun along the way, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's it's. Um, there's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of tears as well. <laughs> but um, I, it, you, you bring up a, an interesting thing around that sort of passion. You know, because I, 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 we were sort of talking the other day about that. It is, you know, is it a good idea to turn your passion into a business? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the que-
2: the answer is probably not. no. <laughs> well, no. I think I
1: think that comes back to this idea
0: of. Don't let what you love become a burden. Mm. I think that was the mm. phrase. So when we did the podcast too, we talked mm. about this, you know, how do you get out for corporate life? And I think that's the key because yeah. I think the challenge is, and this is what's interesting with you, Adam, is is because you'll give it a go, but there has been this commercial savvy behind it. And maybe it does come back to the Dell days, right? I just And I've, I think I've underestimated that. I think for the whole of my training career – it's the commercial acumen that I've got from working in a business that is a direct business, like Co is now, yep. which means that you have control literally of, you know, from customer through the marketing, through the sales, through the distribution. You almost, you just get to learn how to run a business, yep. which I don't know if you get in other corporates, if they're big and you're specialized at this. Yep. So for me, it's interesting because even though you've tried all this stuff, there has been this commercial acumen at the back end, which says if you ever got the opportunity to scale yep. like you have done, you've gone for it, right?
1: I have, although I would <laughs> have to say that uh the, the the you know the real sort of lessons in in running the business were, were sort of learning on the fly once you once you actually started. I think that the Dell thing was kind of if I think back to it was fairly sheltered. Do you know what I mean? In terms of we, we you know, there's your products, there's your customers. You know, you're gonna for for me anyway, as a sales guy, um I think, you know, when I started selling the juices, I was I was kinda I did had no concept of, well, I've got the juices; they're my stock, and um, you know, I've got so you know, you, you'll you'll have a juice. It was just cash, you know, just not take <laughs> oh, <okay>. cash. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a kind of lessons being learned just on the fly of actually, you know, proper proper financial management and stuff like that, which I have, you know, very
0: so so you so then how have you scaled it so what's what's been the the for you because i almost sense that that's probably one of the biggest challenges because now it's sort of up and there it, you know to run a business is very different to start a business right and different skill sets yep. I,
1: I think um with with co once we you know we sort of had the markets and then put that onto facebook a few weeks of facebook and, and tweaking it and we, we basically you know it's sort of took off really tell and us about that day that saturday when you got it right so it was it was october oh, i remember it this <laughs> w- i remember it well ben but it was october <laughs> it was october i'm not th- having a sip of my drink for the rest <laughs> of the show i'm gonna spit, take it in just a sec it was october the third so at this point you just have to remember we've done six months at the farmer's markets and and without going into detail for for you know Things were financially really at a, just a, a knife edge within the family yeah. unit, and I was going no, 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 and, and this is that obsession thing, where anybody with a rational mind thinking you know I've got a family, I've got bills to pay would have just gone I've you know I've got to go and get a job, yeah, yeah, and I just could not let this thing go, and I was kind of riding, you know, I was was you know there the, was the family unity <laughs> and everything was <laughs> properly on on the edge. I I've only you know. It was it was not a good situation, but we woke up. We had the, the, this Facebook. we were sort of putting like ten dollars, which is you know all I really had to put on the, you know as a as a for a Facebook ad um, and doing these tests. And on the Saturday morning, at October the third, two thousand and sixteen, um, we had this. In I'd have an, an app on my phone for Shopify. Yes, we had. The, I'd set the Shopify thing up with 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 my co-founder, which was just this horrific looking, you know, sort of templated. It was just shouldn't have been able to sell anything, and then you know it, it would make the app would make a, a a sampled old school till noise whenever you got an order. Ching <laughs> like that, and it was like a little dopamine hit that we'd get. We'd had the the, the 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 website up for about sort of three months, and occasionally we'd get a ka ching maybe like that. Who was it? Who was it? And it would be like some friend or like, you know, one of the customers <laughs> from the farmers market. So you you really hoped it would be somebody you didn't know and you couldn't you couldn't sort of face talk back <laughs> to <till> you knowing <laughs> it because then it would have been a somebody from it's the a internet unique, actually a unique yeah, user. It, it'd come and <laughs> bought from some it. random. And that's so <laughs> occasionally get that dopamine hit. On this Saturday morning we had this video up and it was just me at the farmers markets basically doing our sort of sales pitch that we'd we'd give to customers. And um I got this ching in the morning and then a couple of minutes later cha-ching, cha-ching, ching, 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 It was like a Las Vegas moment. And it was our pennies from heaven moment. Because, And I remember saying to my wife, winning bread earner, um, I was like, this, this is it. This is the moment. <laughs> Look at me and she's go. like, what do you mean? And I was like, it's the biggest, we're on the biggest marketing platform, you know, on the planet at the moment, really. And... All these people, all these ching chings. There's one from Perth. There's one from Brisbane. I don't know these people, and they're, and they're buying off our pitch and the the, the, the concept, you know, and that sort of like that marketing setup. And it didn't stop. It just kept on going, and and then it just created a whole load of chaos because we had to then <laughs> supply the product, <laughs> which <laughs> turned into a whole supply chain, uh, you know, dramas. But but that was that was the beginning of it, and um hasn't stopped since then. Really, been crazy. Been crazy, <laughs> and you enjoy it. I do, I love it. It's um it's it it is you know, the the analogy, I was just thinking about it's on the way here. At the same time when that happened, we just had a a, a, our second child, our daughter, Mimi, um, a few months before. And it was effects like giving birth to another child. Probably get shot for saying <laughs> that. What do you mean? No, no. no I, it's nothing like having a child. No, I don't mean in the physical
0: sense <laughs> of giving birth. Obviously, I've, I've, I've heard, you've said that because you were on the Australian I didn't Post. Say the
1: physical sense of no, giving birth. No, on no. the
0: Australian Post, though. You talked about that having. No, like, yeah. You almost goes like your
1: third child, right? It, it is, and it, it you know it, it's like <laughs> like I've got to tread carefully here. <laughs> <laughs> it, ah. You know, you're uh, said founding a business is incredibly demanding. It's relentless. You're always on. It's, you know, those are the parallels that I see with having a baby. Do you know what I mean? You kind of like <laughs> you can't leave them alone. You know, if you do, and there's no manual. There's, yeah, there's no, no manual. <laughs> learning on and the there's fly. No, there's no holiday. There. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but but anyway, yeah, So so, so there's many many parallels, and it, and it is, and I think that's again. You know, people say, well, you know, starting up a business. Can you, if you're if you're gonna go for it, I don't. You know, you can't go in. You know, half. With a half a sort of approach, or you know, you have to sort of commit. But then I think if you're gonna do it and you are doing it and you've got to that point, then you are, you know, it's you're in. You you're know what in. I mean? And, and
0: see, it's not as glamorous as people think, right? Well, I think what's really easy now is they could sit here and look at Co. And certainly if you look at, you know, the PR and everyone loves the success story. And as I said at the beginning, you know, 500,000, 1.2 million followers, you know, stay at home father, the, the headlines are all great. But I think what people don't see is the reality. And it's interesting because as you sell it back now, it, it's one of the classic entertaining stories. That's why I knew we had to get you on the pod. <laughs> it's just the way you tell it is so engaging, but what people won't also get is the fact because you do care so much, there'll be times when you are on the edge and it's, you know, it's it's the riding the highs and the lows. I mean, this is the interesting thing of the the boom or bust, right?
1: So, so, so you imagine we, we, have gone on that sort of, you know, that, that boom cycle, everything's amazing, orders are coming through. And I sort of fast forward to, um, it was June in 2017. It's so kind of like a year and a half, year and a half later. And we we we'd sort of, you know, we would scale it. And we had this big end of financial year sale. Everything's going great. And none of us knew what we were doing, really. I there was no expertise around supply chain or anything like that. But we're starting to deal with big numbers, you know, bigger numbers. In our wisdom, we'd sort of decided to 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 switch warehouses. Um to one three one pl you know, sort of pick, pack, and ship provider yeah. to another. And we did that. We decided to do that without any testing on the weekend that we did our biggest sale ever. Oh, my God. And also, but on top of that as well, because we had no idea, um, also decided to change the packaging format as well. And anyway, the, uh, a long story <laughs> short, that following week, um, the, s- the whole system fell over. We d- and we didn't know who had actually, you know, had orders sent to them, whose orders had been fulfilled, And then also some of the packages started leaking as well. And then so we just had, it was just, it was the worst experience ever. And especially from a point where, you know, we just were so super focused on making our customers happy and delivering this amazing experience. Nothing's too much trouble. And then suddenly, within a week, we've got 10,000 customers just going, where's my order? You know, and it's kind of fair enough on, on, on sort of e com. I've ordered it today. I'm expecting it tomorrow. Yeah. And I've ordered it today and you can't even tell me where my order is, you know. And it was. I had to, I had to do a m- proper apology video. And it was just, it was the most excruciating awful. I'm like, this is not what we set out to do. That's just one of, 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 a, of a, you know, yeah. a, a number of instances where, you know, even though you're doing your best and you're really trying to do your best, and it wasn't about greed or trying to make more money. It was just, we are actually switching to, Make a better service, but it was just poorly executed. It's killer. So you know, there's all those things. And again, you get all the highlights and the big numbers and everything, but underneath it are all the, all the you know, yeah, the the, the things that you (laughs) maybe.
0: And it's a full time job, right? This is what I think people don't can you know. There's no going home or switching off. I mean, it is, Mm -hmm. and particularly if it's an e commerce business like yours, and it takes constant attention and work. I'm finding that with the box. You know, and, and, and it's interesting because I thought, oh well, you put a program out there, you do a bit of marketing, and then you can just walk away. But the reality is, you got to keep educating, keep talking, keep it current. You know, it's it's and it, you know, it's I don't know all this stuff, but you know, again, it's it's until you're in it and you're doing it. Maybe that's the other thing, right? I mean, that's that's credit to I think around this table is we've given it a go, even if we've had no idea where it's going to end up. I mean, I, I try and minimise it and plan it, and it still goes completely yeah. where I don't want it to go. And
1: then I'm like, hang on, this shouldn't this shouldn't be like this. The textbook says no, you know? And you have total responsibility, right? So if yes. you're doing it yourself, you're not in a big organisation where you can go, yeah, that was Steve's job down the road, you know? It's like, uh, Steve Jobs? Yeah, Steve Jobs. <laughs> 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 <The> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> um, you know, so... I can't believe we <laughs> just said that like that, but but you know there, there's, there there is that sort of what is it? This is the saying, you know, it's um you know with with, with ultimate freedom comes absolute responsibility, you know. So you, you do have the freedom, you know, and I, you know, I think that's the kind of thing. Well, I need to get out of. I got to set up my own business and be my own boss and have all those amazing things. It's like man, it's it's. Uh, I don't think it's it's all the, the sort of like the, the, the paradise yeah. <laughs> that a lot of people imagine it to be. Are you, do you, um, I, running a
0: business versus building a business are different skill sets. Yes. And I and I and totally. and as you get scale yep. for you, I do wonder whether <laughs> some of your people in your business would see you as a bit of a liability. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because, you know, the you trick wonder. is... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: a good job we know each other well, right? All right. What, 100%, 100%. Because you, do you almost have to be reined in. Like, do you have to have a team around? You that Can just not talk about that <laughs> anyway.
0: no because because I think that's a different skill set, right?
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm I'm not. I, You're you the know, ideas man. I'm I I'm best. I'm in my happy place talking to customers, coming up with new ideas to solve problems, and you know that's the area that I like. Again, I said you know, put a spreadsheet in front of me, and sort of eyes start to glaze over. And I'm, I'm I'm not um I'm not an operational guy, and they're they're very different. They're they're very different. Um, sets. I will say that uh, not to you know, the importance of a well-run operation is, is you know it's um it's it's paramount for a good business. But I say that operational stuff you can generally learn. I think in, in that, that sort of startup thing is is you know and the sort of creative thing isn't necessarily. It's more of a I think kind of type of person that you might be.
0: I think, yeah, I think it comes back to the passion and the front, to be honest with you, the swagger. You know, That's swagger. you've always had swagger, right? Even before that was a term that people used. I think that's why in Ireland it was always fun because you were always, like, kind of out... I mean, I was out there, right? I mean, but I was out there in a much more... Sort of structured corporate way, whereas you genuinely were out there, right? Which always made me, f- and I just thought, I'm going to stand next to this bloke because one, it was always good fun, and two, the ladies always like to talk to you. And the trouble is, it was like it was competing for being the funny one, you know what I mean? And you just had, and no, obviously, I used to come along, but I could only literally do a weekend and I'd have about a month off. you <laughs> still going a month later. <laughs> you, yeah, you went and stopped. I'd gone home, had a nap, and done something. Oh.
1: So um, I think I think it's, um. I've I've had a, I've got a risk appetite. I think that's the other thing. Yes. I, I, I I've, I've never thought uh, I, n- I have no pension or, or anything. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't think could. about the future, and that to me, saving and planning and doing all those kind of sensible things, it just sends me to sleep. And I'm actually I I thought for pretty much all of my you know working life. I go well if I'm having to save for something, then that's kind of almost admitting defeat do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> that I, that I, I, i'm not backing myself to, to pull off something big down the road which is which is uh a, a not, it, not it a is <laughs> it is
2: a roulette's has to life is adam's love it's like it's, it's this number dice it's coming yeah. it's coming up i don't i has wouldn't that, advocate that to anybody ha, has that changed though with kids or is that just about like great partnerships obviously like whether it's business or personal partnerships
1: I, so some my wife has fantastic job she's super grounded she's conservative in in terms of her approach to all other things I think I drive her absolutely mental um but But yin and yang (laughs) 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 I I don't don't know but I I wouldn't have there's absolutely no way I would have been able to follow my entrepreneurial um you know endeavors if she hadn't Around. And that actually that's that's you know, again, I wouldn't have advocated that. I think I could have maybe approached that in a more collaborative <laughs> way, rather than just go, No, I'm going and doing this. Arling, the bills and stuff. <laughs> but look how clean the house is. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, dinner's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, right? You could cook as it's well. Cooking. So I don't I don't know whether I I think I'm gonna ask it because we did a conversation which was about, you know, I'm an, I'm a professional, get me out of here. where we said top 10 tips to kind of, or just the top tips to make the transition from sort of corporate life. And and I, I'm interested in, because in, I think your approach is kind of the unorthodox one, but there's still lessons there. So there's people in your situation, you know, sitting there, you know, good at what they do, but ultimately with this hunger for more. Like, given all your experiences, what advice do you give them? What should they be doing if they want to get out?
1: I think um, I think the only way you will know is 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 to to do it. I, I think I spent probably about twenty years sort of uh, in, engaging in what I like to call idearia, which is just just a <laughs> constant stream of uncontrolled ideas, <laughs> you know. And it doesn't really need to be explained, does it? But um, you know, and I sort of you know that was kind of one of the things I used to enjoy was just sort of coming up with business ideas, but they never. Got past that, and I and I think, yeah, that was actually that was kind of good fun. But I don't, is is that advice? I don't, there's, there's no advice there for that. Um, you you have to you have to get in and do it. I think you can you can talk around it for as long as you like. But you you if you're serious in, about it, then you have to you have to do something and in, do something. Buy co- a couple of cartons. Buy a couple yeah. of caseloads loads yeah. of. In corporate
2: sp- in corporate speak, but I think you nailed it, which is like you actually have a risk appetite. Yeah. Like people talk a big game about risk appetites, but it's like "Mm, I'm in, and to have that genuine appetite—that like I'm I'm hungry for this. That's what it means. It's a genuine hunger, as opposed to this lip service risk appetite, because you're like, okay, I can two to container. (laughs) Like, there's a difference. There's a difference in outlooks.
1: I I I remember you know whenever there's I remember the company that was working for, and they got it you know acquired by a bigger company and i just thought that was the most exciting thing ever and yet there would be you know colleagues that i'd have who, who would be like oh my god have i got job security and the, but to me it was like oh there's some new shit that's going to be going on now <laughs> do you know what i mean oh, what's going to go on there but that sounds like great fun so you know that's that's, I, that's different people have a different approach to it but i always am attracted to newness new things going on and you know that's that sort of is a, is a Risk appetite, I guess. So,
0: so, so, your advice is basically, I mean, in the, in the um, design thinking terms, it's called ideation, right? It's have a lot of ideas. I like I, idea rea better. But, you know, but I, I, th- I think <laughs> that ideas, what is
1: it? You know, execution but, is the multiplier for, for ideas. But so then what? the point is, you've got to do something, you right? You have to do something. So, I, again, just look back on that hindsight. I was doing things, and although they were kind of a lot of abject failures in doing those things, I was actually, and I look back at it, because I used to question myself and go, I can't stick to anything. You know, I sort of try these little projects, and I've been, it, it was almost like I'd, you know, it was kind of it seems like you know, I'd have these sort of girlfriends, which were these like <laughs> new ideas or new, new business ideas. And I'd get really animated, and I'd be telling sort of friends, go, oh, yeah, I'm onto this new sort of business. There. And they go, oh, that's great. And I'd get them, everybody sucked into it, and then I'd see sort of those friends about a month or two later and go, How's that idea going? Uh, yeah well you know it's kind of moved on <laughs> from that, Still on that one. Got on over here to the to, to the new one. So um I but but what I was doing so I, and I, I really did have a sort of a bit of a crisis of you know I can't stick to stuff and I keep reading these sort of you know self-improvement books where, like you must stick with stuff, you know. And I go I am not sticking with stuff. <laughs> you know what am I doing wrong? But I kept going, and I and I kind of can look back at it now with hindsight and go well actually they just weren't the right things. But at the time I was sort of You know, being quite hard on myself, going, I just don't stick to it. But I was letting go because I would just wake up one day with some project or idea or business. Yeah, it's kind of done its course. (laughs) But but what's interesting (laughs) for you that's different to others is
0: you were prepared to put some energy and effort into thinking it, working it through. I mean, that's the other thing, right? These weren't these weren't bits of paper they were concepts that you would explore and test and and and, you know you you, so this is the this is the other key thing is if you've got these ideas it's about doing something it is about putting into practice or you know some people sit and plan but you're like roll your sleeves up
1: and i I think that's it right so you can and and you know that's that sort of that minimal viable product concept you know you can sit down and go i've got this great business idea but you know it's going to take hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's going to You know, and well, it's never going to get off the ground. Do you know what I mean? Because you're in a job that you're doing this, and that's going to take too much investment. But there are things that you could be doing around that, which might lead to you getting closer to that point. Do you know what I mean? And and that's kind of what I was constantly doing, even when I was working in the tech. I was always had stupid ideas that (laughs) I was working on that had some kind of business element to it. I've forgotten what most of them are. I had like body pod. Do you know what I mean? I was making t-shirts. This was like back when I just has come to me. But but um, I was like, it was putting i uh, was it the the, the iPods. Into wearable things, right? And I had a, it was a great. So you're ahead of your time, but, mate. Body Body this is Pod. like the O D I P O D. It was brilliant. I had the domain for it. They our listeners, he's <laughs> just given that one to the universe. Right, <laughs> like, like, like little, um, you know, wristbands, yeah, you wearables. Put your, your, yeah. Yeah, Look your, your at you, iPod everything. But again, it was just I just I made it, and I, was just, ugh, I got bored <laughs> of it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was there was there was loads of those, but I was just doing something, I you know, and that was. That was um, so. So, so for course.
0: you, it is is—it's finding that passion, though, right? It's committing yourself wholeheartedly, but it's giving it a go. Yeah. But it's also being prepared if it's, if it doesn't, if you wake up and it doesn't float your boat, then no, no, enough's enough, right? And I, and I guess, did you, my final question then is, did you ever lose complete faith? Like, did you ever think, <laughs> oh God, I am? Because you say it now, but I can't, I know you, you. I can't imagine there was, and yes, there would have been dark times, but there's always this thing in the back of your head that, It'll be okay. You know, I'll. I'll
1: did you ever get to the point where you think, "Oh my god"? No, I got really. I got quite depressed after I finished it with the fermented vegetable thing. <laughs> Is that because you stopped taking I, it? Well, no, but look, I was. I was like, um, no, I did still kept eating it, but I, I got him really. I sort of put everything in to being Mr. Fermented Vegetables, right? And and. And then I remember it kind of, I just got to this point, it's like, oh, it's just not going to happen. I'm going to need millions of dollars for it. And, I just, and a little bit of the fermented, it just died in me. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? I'm like, you know, I'm in my 40s. I got two kids. I was Mr. Fermented Vegetables. Who am I now? And I just didn't have anything. And, I, and actually, I, I, got, I got quite depressed about it. And then like, I carried on cooking and cleaning. And then, you know, another thing came along. But I guess I was always still, even at that point, I was still open for whatever the next thing was, so, no, and yeah, that's yeah, just okay. a, that's the mindset, but I guess. I,
0: but I also think then that's also your following those instincts, as you said, right? It's it's the staying open, and you know, what's worse, you you know, sitting there or crushing, you know, going back to a corporate job, you know. And that I think that thing. was yeah. You can say, so we'll <laughs> Not make it work. Right. No, 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 so, But it was like just because when you've been out in the open, it's hard to go back and march to the beat of someone else's drum. My, right? d- my defense
1: to my wife, and she'd be like, you know, can you just go and get a job back at corporate. You know, it's paid so well. And I'll be like, look, I'm at home. I'm doing all these ideas. I said, it's not like I'm sat on the sofa watching reruns of Oprah during the afternoon. I'm actually working... It's not generating any money at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I was, I was onto something. But so. I think that's
0: another interesting one because it's, you know, it's how you define work. Because you know, at the time, it's always easy. Oh, well, I think, I think my wife would have defined <laughs> it as something that pays the rent. So very quickly, we very quickly. I mean, the future for Co, new products coming down the line, the whole piece. I mean. You, you, it's it's exciting, right? I mean, this, this this. Have you got any other ideas in the plan? Yes, or, or, but yes. but now the ideas are within Co. Or have you got other businesses? Like, what's what's the future look like for no, you? I,
1: um, look, totally focused on on Co. Uh, where I'm going to take that is as a total, without giving too much away, but a total home cleaning system um, delivered yep. through your letterbox. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's as much as I can tell you at the moment. But it's I we'll have be, to have you back wanna, on. What I want to do is just basically eliminate the need. For people to go down that aisle <laughs> in the supermarket and try and curate their own cleaning system yeah. and make that super simple, take that bane <laughs> out of your life and you can do more interesting, fun stuff like set up a business. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I want to thank you because I think um,
0: uh, like when I said to Blake, we're gonna get Adam on. He's like, okay, who's Adam? And I said, well, we just need to find <laughs> out because you, know, you know, I, I oh, think I God. think it's it's an absolute joy because what it is, it's this unbridled enthusiasm and passion that you bring with a sense of humor, right. and it's and and what's exciting though is what you have created and the story that what you've got there. As I said, I mean, the business is interesting. We can run a whole got a whole hour on the business itself, but I think the story that gets us there kind of fits with oh, what we're doing. Well, so,
2: brilliant, Adam. <laughs> thank you. This is just a joy, Ben. Yeah, I mean, it's the. The enthusiasm and the buoyancy after f- multiple abject failures is <laughs> yeah. just incredible. Well, as
0: I said last time, I said my family are like you, you know, some interesting people, Dad, and I'm like I know all these sort of and it is they're interesting, right? Because it's not formulaic, and this is what I think about with this. For others, it, you know. It, but the, you, you, you've got to break the mould a little bit at times to do things differently. And yes. I, But I think it does come back to that one finding this passion that we've spoken about and having this awareness, but then also being prepared to give it a go. And so we finish off all these podcasts, Adam, with this phrase that when all is said and done, more is said than done. And I like the fact that you did talk a good game, but you did deliver. <laughs> and so you're one nil ahead of me because you built a business. I haven't written the book yet, right? The book is on its way, though. Well, it's coming as a product of what I've done. I've built an online program <laughs> instead, so I don't sit here feeling completely guilty. But it's nice that after 10 years of making that commitment in a pub in Melbourne, you it. and you remembered it, we've actually done yeah. it. It makes you feel quite good it's about great, myself. isn't it? We've
1: closed the loop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. If you want to find Adam and his product, go online.
1: Co.com.
0: Co.com. And equally www.theboxilivein.com if you want to understand about yourself and how to future proof your career. Very good. Thank you. Thank you.